The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All Hit Radio. Welcome to the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome one and all to the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I am your host. I am your guide, as together we will cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, and iHeartRadio. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And to find about the programming we have available for you 24-7, 365 on the Exxon Broadcast Network, visit us at xzbn.net. You know, over the past couple of uh, weeks, you've heard us promoting our, our, you know, our, our friends at Simul TV. Steve Turner is a great guy. I've had the pleasure of working with Steve a number of years, and uh, Steve and the people at Simul TV have have this product that I that I asked Steve to come on to talk about. But we're also going to talk to Steve about something very exciting that I'm going to let him be the bearer of the great news. So joining me now is Steve Turner. He is the president and CEO of uh, not only Simul TV but IM Systems in uh, IMN Systems in Roanoke, Virginia. Steve, welcome to the X Zone. Happy to be here, Rob. Thanks for having me. Uh, first of all, Steve, it's always a great pleasure working with you and the people at uh, Simul TV. Uh, we've enjoyed a great business relationship as well as a personal friendship relationship and I love the pictures that you keep posting of your children on on the web. It's, it's you know, I was telling my wife that I've been watching these kids grow. And my gosh, are they getting big. Yes, they're growing way too fast. <laughs> tell me about it. Oh, my gosh. Steve, tell us, tell our listeners about Simul TV and IMN Systems. Well, but of course, IMN Systems is a corporate entity behind Simul TV. But basically, Simul TV is the product, brand, and my dream. What it is, is it is to bring people together from around the world. We deliver live cable television worldwide at 67% less bandwidth than anybody else, along with video on demand and video games. If you get our set-top box with 500 video games. And because of the bandwidth reduction, we allow you to, we're going to be rolling out. And if you look us up, you'll see that we've done a very unique thing around live television. That's allowing people to video chat, text chat, audio chat simultaneously, thus the name, with other people across platforms and devices anywhere in the world. So you could be in the studio there. I can be in Japan, and we can be talking and watching the X-Zone TV channel on Simul TV. All right. Tell our listeners about the X-Zone TV channel, because I wanted you to roll it out here on the show. Most definitely. And I am very proud to announce that we are rolling out the X-Zone TV channel this week worldwide. And it is everything you love about the X-Zone but on TV. And it is one of my favorite things I've been looking forward to doing for a very long time because I am an extreme sci-fi and fantasy buff. So this is one of my my pet projects has been working with you, and it's been a great pleasure working with you all these years to launch this project and to bring X-Zone to the world. Well, we're very happy and proud to be part of the Simul TV family, yes, Steve. And uh, where do you see, where do you see uh, digital TV, radio, and broadcasting going in the next few years? I I see a complete integration. One of the things that I have talked about for many years Mm -hmm. is 
a lot of the old style cable companies, as an example, they're they're dinosaurs. They're going to die off if they don't evolve. And they're going to the best thing that they could do is evolve into just becoming a bandwidth provider for internet service. It's cheaper, better profit margin for them. And it works better that way because the consumer is not going to be force-fed TV. If you look at the model of TV from its conception until, until now, it's always been force-fed. You take what is given to you, you watch it, you can either turn it on or off, and that was the extent of it. Then you got TiVo and DVR where you could record it and look at the TV guide, and that was pretty much it. Well, Simul TV lets you take it beyond that. We not only let you have all your shows that are recorded, we'll record mm-hmm. 30 days and let you rewind live TV, wow. but we allow you to interact with it. You can video chat with people. You can interact with live commercials to where uh, one of the features that we're going to be rolling out by the end of the year, and we've already tested this, is our interactive commercials where imagine you're watching a commercial and instead of calling a number to order a product, you just click on whatever device you're watching it on and mm-hmm. verify that click three times and you just bought the product and it's on its way. You never had to deal with an operator, never had to deal with any phone calls or wow. anything else. It's just on its way. And these are some of the ways we're going to evolve television mm-hmm. to give the consumer the control. Steve, where did your where did your interest in the digital media come from? Have you always been a high uh, a sci-fi? I should say a high tech geek as well as a sci-fi guru. I've always been sci-fi since I was since I was a kid reading Weird Tales magazines. But no, I've never I have not been a tech geek my whole life. Originally out of high school and in high school, I was an artist. I worked wow. under the Disney internship, went to art school, and you know did that for a number of years until I decided. For various reasons, I needed to go back to school, and I, amazingly enough, ran into a gentleman who I was. Uh, it, long story short, I have a phrase I tell everybody where you know God slapped me in the back of the head and told me to pay attention. Well, one time I was riding around, and yeah. for some reason I went into this school that it was closed on Saturday, but the door was open, and something told me to go in there. I went in there and was walking around, still not knowing why I was there. I had no idea why I was there. I was just looking around, but something told me to go in there. And there was this professor in that school clearing out his office, and he was retiring. And he asked me, you know, what are you doing in here? You know, thinking I was trying to steal Mm -hmm. stuff or what have you. Well, I ended up having a a three-and-a-half-hour conversation with this gentleman, and he told me that if I came to school there, and he would not retire until I graduated. And because of his his leadership and guidance, I was able to get a – Three, uh, three degrees, seven FCC certifications, and 13 hour certifications in various fields. And what really astounded me is this gentleman worked on the Philadelphia experiment. So there was a lot of knowledge that he had to partake and to give to me, and I was extremely lucky or fate or God or whatever you want to call it put me in the right place at the right time and led me to that, that spot. And it's continued to lead me to where I am today, and I will continue to move forward. Wow, that that inspiration in education. I think that this is what we need more of in today's society. Agreed, Steve. Where do you you know? Like uh, you've taken Simul TV to an all new high, as far as we're concerned here, when it comes to the the broadcast industry. What was it that, or how did Simul TV come about? The conception of Simul TV happened way back in the early 2000s. I was visiting my father, mm-hmm. and he's a big college football fan. And my brother lived in Ohio, you know, many states away, and they both liked rival college teams. And every few minutes, the phone would ring, and they'd be yelling at each other, you know, cussing <laughs> at each other, whatever. I couldn't tell you what was said because I was sitting on the couch on the other side of the room, and I just kept thinking there had to be a better way because, you know, me asking, what do you say, what do you say, just kind of ruined the experience. Yeah. And at the time, I thought, well, you know, there's Skype out there, and Pitcher and Pitcher's been around for a few decades now. So I figured somebody had to have done this already. Why, why not blend Skype into a Pitcher and Pitcher? And I started researching it and found out no one's done it. And then I found out the reason why is because the bandwidth required is so high. And that's, you know, led me to the problem that I had to solve. And one thing led to another, and we ended up being able to deliver the reduction in bandwidth, which allows us to do the up to eight picture-in-pictures on a single screen with an HD picture for less than you could download a movie on Netflix. That is truly amazing. That is truly amazing. Uh, tell us a bit about the, these games. How many games are there available on your uh, set box? 
Yeah, so if you get the set-top box, there's over 500 video games already on the box itself that you have access to. But if you use the search function, you can find a couple hundred more under the search function. So you could have true access to over 700 video games. But we normally just say 500 because those are the ones that have the little poster images where you can actually see the games. But if you know what game you're looking for, there's a good chance it's on there. And then, of course, with our set-top box, we also allow you to install any app from the Google Play Store. So there's a you know over 3 million apps right there you could install in the box, include more games. So the limit it's limitless on the number of video games you could get with a set-top box. All right, Steve, you and I have to take a commercial break here. But before we do, tell our listeners how they can get their very own uh, set-top box. Go to simultv.com. Simple as that. And that's the website that I've been giving out over the past couple of weeks, my friend. And Exxon Nation, if you would like to find out more about Simultv, what is coming up, the future of digital broadcasting, how you can get your own uh, set-top box, as well as everything about the launching of Simultv, the movies, the channels, what you'll be able to get as soon as you're on board. And you can also buy a lap, uh, an app, not a lap. You can't buy a lap. No, wrong show. <laughs> you can buy your well, apps. Depends on the place you go. I was just going to say that. Thank you very much for saving my uh, my butt on that one, Steve. Uh, all you need to do, Exonation, is go to simultv.com. And Steve Turner, the CEO of IMN Systems and Simultv is my guest this hour. We'll both be back on the other side of this break. So whatever you do, don't go away. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simultv plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games, No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. 
To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. ExoNation, uh, my guest this hour is Steve Turner. He is SimulTV CEO. And if you'd like to find out more about what Steve and I were talking about in the first segment, the set-top box, the great programming that was that are available to you, the games and all the functionalities that you can partake in, as well as the channels that you'll be able to watch, just go to simultv.com. That's www.simultv.com. Thanks for being with us, Steve. Always a great pleasure having you with us on air. And uh, when it comes to the paranormal, Steve, what are your favorite topics? Oh, I love anything to do with ghosts or things that go bump in the night. The ad- One of the things that fascinated me when I was a child mm-hmm. is my ancestors are Irish and Scottish. So the whole idea of Sam Hain was always interesting to me. Sam Hain, that's the... That's what we call Halloween. Hello. Yeah. Correct. Most definitely. And the whole legends behind mm-hmm. that and how the veil between the worlds got thin and things could cross over. And, they, and you know, the ancient Celts believed that they could easily cross over and accidentally or on purpose. I always thought that was a very, you know, opened up the realm of possibilities, whether you're talking paranormal mm-hmm. or you're talking quantum theory. I thought it was always very, there's always some overlap between the two. Have you yourself ever had a paranormal experience? Mm, I, I believe so. It's either that or I was an extremely talented sleepwalker, I guess is the way to wow. put it. When I was, when I was young, I, I'm guessing around eight or nine, mm-hmm. I, we lived in a small town in Virginia. Right. And one morning I woke up about two and a half blocks from my house in the middle of a baseball field. To this day, I have no idea how I got there. I went to bed in my bed. I do know that for certain. Mm-hmm. And all I know is I was I woke up in the middle of a baseball field, and you know, everybody just assumed I sleepwalked my way down there. I have no clue. But I find it, you know, it's definitely one of the key memories I have of my childhood. <laughs> wow. Listen, being, being in the industry yourself, what do you think about all these new sci-fi movies that are coming out the re, you know the redoing of certain sci-fi movies with today's special effects and cgi some are decent but most of them fall way short of the actual originals one of the mm-hmm. things i like about a lot of original sci-fi movies and horror movies and fantasy movies are the stories you yes know, it what they had to rely so heavy on the stories back in the day to pull you into the movie because the special effects were just awful if they had any at all it was always the story that grabbed you and now it's like they dropped the story and focus on special effects which i love special effects sure but they're just a tool don't use them to tell the story and that's what i think too many producers and directors do nowadays is they they rely on the special effects to carry the weight of the movie and it's not supposed to be that way it's supposed to be the story and how do you think social media has affected not only broadcasting, but society in general? It's helped and it's hurt. I think, I think social media is just the same as the Internet. Mm-hmm. It's a tool, and it can be used for good, it can be used for evil, it can be used for mischief, it can be used for education. You know, social media has opened the door to a lot of people's eyes to where they don't wear blinders anymore on different societies, different ethnicities and religions. But at the same time, it's so much fake news, as the term is nowadays, and just so much hate speech out there. You know, it's you get the good and the bad, and it's up to you to make the decision of common sense of what is what is real and what you choose to believe in. Yeah, not only do you get the good and the bad, but many times these days you get the ugly along with it. <laughs> oh, yes. And it gets uglier than you can handle some days. Recently, Steve, um, Facebook has been in the news. Uh, Zuckerberg was up on Capitol Hill talking about the uh, the data that was used or allegedly used in the presidential election, pro or con, however you look at it. Um, do you think that the damage can be undone or is this going to be a pivotal time for 
the industry where they have to re-examine the privacy aspect of, of the Internet and how it can affect pro or con? I think the damage can't be undone. I mean, especially with the net neutrality rules being reversed mm-hmm. and everything, you know, everything is when it comes to a company and I can only speak for myself, but as a CEO of a digital company, right. you know exactly the data you're getting on your customers and sure you do. know what you're using it for. You cannot say we, we should have known better. You do know better. And it's up to you to realize that people are putting their trust in you. And it's up to you as a company, as a person and an individual to either verify or betray that trust. And I think too many companies betray the trust of the consumer for the power that they get and the money. And I just don't agree with it. Yeah. Um, Craig just asked me to ask you something. He asked me if you could explain to him, and I'm sure to many listeners, what the difference between high-definition TV and 4K is. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Basically, high-definition is... You know, everybody knows 1080 by 720 mm-hmm. as HD. And that's lines of resolution on your television screen, horizontal and vertical lines of resolution. 4K is basically just, you know, 10 times the amount of re- of lines of resolution. So just like in the old tube TV days where mm-hmm. you could get close to the screen and see the honeycomb of the TV yeah. in the screen where you could see the, you know, different colored pixels, all they're doing is making the pixels extremely smaller and they can fit more of them on the screen. The smaller the pixels, the higher the resolution. The thing is, once you get into 4K, most human eyeballs can't, distinguish beyond that so 4k is going to be the limit beyond unless you get into virtual reality augmented reality and things like that right. which don't really rely on resolution but 4k is pretty much the limit of what a human eye can perceive even though for various reasons they're coming out with 8k now and it's just Mark. more marketing than it is substantial for uh, some underuse do you think, Steve, that there will ever come a time when 3D TV is actually available without the glasses and all the rigmarole that goes with it? <laughs> I think before 3D becomes good, I think we'll have, like, the holodeck on Star Trek. Wow. And I would much prefer the holodeck on Star Trek to 3D TV or anything else. And I'm very happy with the way, like, virtual reality is going because mm-hmm. it's, it's headed that way. You still have to have the equipment now, but with what we're doing with holograms and some of the technology I know that's coming down the pike over the next 10 years, we're definitely headed that way, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be here more, more quicker than anybody realizes. These are exciting times uh, when it comes to technology. Mind you, technology changes at such a rapid pace. Um, how do you keep up with it? Or how, you know, do you have your own little Steve Turner crystal ball that you look in every morning and, and say, all right, crystal ball, crystal ball, this is what I want is all. And you kind of look into it and you get the answers. Or does it depend on the market, the way technology trends are going, as well as consumer uh, demand? It, it does. It, it depends on all of the above. Mm-hmm. I don't have a crystal ball, but I do have certain reach in the, the industries that I can see things that the problems people are trying to solve. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you one of the ones that I really look at to give me insight, and it's something called Incentive Challenge. It's uh, something I'm a part of. It's sent out to inventors, and it's where companies will push out a problem, whether it's in biochemical, it could be farming, it could be technology, it could be under any gambit under the sun. Mm-hmm. And a company will put basically like a wanted poster out and say, okay, we'll give you $50,000 if you can solve this problem for us. But we own it. You know, the inventor is handing over all rights to it for a sum of money. So it's a quick cash fix. And, but with that incentive challenge, you can see the problems the industries are trying to solve so you can kind of forecast what's coming. And I found that to be very, very useful. So it's like a high-tech shark tank. Basically, yes. Yeah. But you don't deal with the investors and you don't deal with anybody but the company directly. And mm-hmm. you can be anonymous when you, you submit an idea and if they use it or you don't even have to solve the problem. If you can just point them in the right direction in some cases, they'll pay you. And, you know, I've submitted a couple things in there as well. And, you know, it. It gives you a good idea of what's coming and the problems mm-hmm. that big industry is trying to solve, and it, I, I find it very useful. In your opinion, what is the next hurdle that the uh, the tech uh, the technological industry is going to overcome? 
Ego. <laughs> I mean, it has to be the ego of the of the human person. We have to realize that you know, with quantum computing mm-hmm. and AI coming into its infancy, just like you've heard, you know, whether it's Musk or any of the other ones talk about, we're at a, we're at a crossroads when it comes to technology, and we couldn't go a variety of ways right now. And it it's going to be hopefully not our ego that pushes us in the wrong direction. Because we are a kid playing with nuclear weapons right now with, when it comes to some of the technology that's on its cusp of the future. And it's scary, but at the same time, it could usher into a new golden age, depending on how we use it. And I'm hoping mankind is smart enough. I, I have a lot of faith in mankind. I think that when push comes to shove, the right decisions will be made because we apparently have learned from our past mistakes and and then nothing is more uh to this point is what we saw with north korea wanting to sit down and talk with president trump if that can happen anything can happen most definitely i i choose to have faith in mankind as well i mean we always gonna have the bumps in the road just like starting a company there's always growing pains and you're gonna you know you're gonna bloody your nose a couple times but Get back up and keep going forward, and you'll get there. And I think we will get there. Well, we Steve, may stumble, but we won't fall. Well, you see, Steve, you and I share one philosophy, and uh, that is there is no such thing as failure. Failure is a lesson to success. Most definitely. You only fail if you give up. Exactly. If Steve. you give up, you fail. All right, buddy, stand by. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. XO Nation. Steve Turner is our very special guest. He is SimulTV's CEO and their website, www.simultv.com. That's S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. And that's where you'll be able to watch the Exxon channel. Don't go away. We'll be back after this news break. broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, Founder, President of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. 
It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Welcome back, everyone. Steve Turner is our very special guest. He is uh, Simultv's CEO. Their website is www.simultv.com. Steve, earlier we were telling the Exxon Nation as well as uh, the listeners around the world about the new um, package that you have, the set-top box platform. And it ha- comes with um, over 500 games. You can actually you know, download uh, apps from Google, uh, Play Store. You've got all the different channels. How long did it take you to, to develop this, Steve? Like you've got, you've got multiple <laughs> platforms in one. Well, it, it's been an evolution, most definitely. I mean, the one thing I, when developing the set-top box, I wanted to, to do everything you wanted to do, mm-hmm. whether you're watching TV or using it as a, your computer. You can surf the web. You can turn your TV into a smart TV. Wow. You can download, as you said, you can download any app from the Google Play Store. With Simul TV service, you get the 85 channels, live American, and a handful of specialty channels from around the world. Then, of course, you get a number of video-on-demand movies included and no additional cost, and the video games on top of that. But on top of all that, we even allow you to put your own files on there. You can you can download your own music from a USB or micro SD card, your own home movies, your own PowerPoints or Office files, take it on the road and use it as a business person so you don't have to take your laptop. And you can just plug it into any TV anywhere in the world. And that's one of the other things about our system is we are worldwide. You take this box anywhere with you. I've tested it even across the Chinese firewall. We are accepted. And you can watch TV. I've watched it in Shanghai, Beijing, and Hong Kong. It works great anywhere. How did you get it to work in China? Well, we have some exclusive partnerships over ah. in China. We are we were able to get the largest film distribution company out of China under a contract where we get exclusive rights to their content before anybody else for the next four years. I think you should work for the uh, State Department, Steve. <laughs> no, I think it's less stressful trying to start a company. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are the pricings uh, for these? Uh, uh, for first of all, I I know that if you go to simultv.com, you can actually download the lap. Uh, the I did it again. Download the <laughs> app. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here, Steve. You're a bad influence on me. I'm only kidding, pal. Evidently, I'll bring the singles, but anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, download the apps from the Google Play Store. Um, I forgot where I was Not going. just the Google Play Store. We are now across all devices with our partnerships. Mm-hmm. We, have, we are now on the iOS device. We are on Roku. We are on Amazon Fire. We are on Samsung and LG smart TVs. And as of next week, we'll be on the Sony smart TVs. And so basically you can find us everywhere and on the website, it'll be links for all the apps. So it'll take you directly where they are. And cause in some stores, it's not under Simul TV. It's under our partnership brand under the software brand of Nora go N O R A G O. And then you just put in your Simul TV username and password and you're watching the channels and using the service. But if you want all the features with the video games mm-hmm. in the Google app store, you have to buy the set top box. And you can buy the Generation 1 set-top box for $129. we are getting ready to roll out in America, which is already rolled out internationally, our Gamer Box, which has uh, just double the processing power, double the RAM, double the memory, 5, uh, five megahertz Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, as well as wi- uh, 2.4 megahertz Wi-Fi. I mean, it is a complete beast, and that one will be 156 a box, and we're also going to roll out at the same time our own game control, Bluetooth game controller that pa- uh, pairs up perfectly with both boxes. When you started Simul TV, I believe it was going back to what, 2011? Correct. June 9th, 2011. We're coming up on our anniversary. Did you, did you ever imagine the scope of the business that you would be in today? Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm, I'll be honest with you, if I knew everything I would have had to gone through to get to where we are today, 
it may have scared me away at that point. I, I honestly have to say I never imagined I could survive what I've been through and what has happened, but it's been a wonderful journey, and I love being able to bring this product to the world and being able to bring people together. Mm. Yeah, it's, it certainly is an adventure that we each go through, but your adventure has been, well, it's it's touched the lives of many people around the world, and that is not something that many people get to, to put on their resume, Steve. And this is true. I mean, I know it's going to sound extremely corny, but everything I invent, I invent to change the world for the better. And Simul TV is no exception. The whole idea behind Simul TV is to connect friends and family. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll give you one short story real quick on how I know this will work. Okay. My, my daughter, my oldest daughter, which you know, yes. she used to be a scared to death of ghosts. She would have nightmares, and she lives halfway around the world from where I am currently. And because of my business, I'm always traveling. But she was scared to death, and she would call me in the middle of the night uh-huh. and cry and you know, just have a horrible time. So I got her onto the Simul TV platform and would video chat with her while we, I got her to watch Casper the Friendly Ghost, the cartoon series. We are on one of our original channels called Kids Central. Mm-hmm. Very proud of it. And she watched a couple episodes with me, in the, seeing her in the picture-in-picture, talking her through it, explaining it to her when she was real young. And... After about two episodes, she decided she wanted to marry Casper, and oh. she has never been afraid of ghosts ever since. My goodness. That is a great story. What are some of the other channels that you have on uh, on Simul TV? Well, besides the most wonderful channel, the X-Zone, that we oh. are here to promote and talk about, which I'm extremely happy about, we also have another sci-fi channel, which we created ourselves. We call it Dimensions. It has a lot of classic sci-fi movies from, you know, people going to other planets to creatures from, you know, various, you know, lagoons and just all kinds oh, of yeah. aspects of various sci-fi, even the Time Machine, H.G. Wells, The Time Machine, oh, my all the Lord. way to, you know, various other movies that you would recognize, which I'm very, you know, Sinbad and so on. Great sci-fi channel. We have, I'm very big on kid content. We've created two kid channels. One I've already mentioned, Kids Central. Another one is Boopsie's Cartoon Circus, which is hosted by a wonderful international magician called Dale Sanders and his co-host, Boopsie the Clown, which I know with the movie It and everything, clowns are back in the spotlight, but this is a very nice clown. So <laughs> it's it's one of the things that we are also very proud to say is exclusively on Simul TV. But we also have educational kids channels like Freckle, which is used throughout the school systems in Europe and North America. Various videos from Freckle are used in schools. And we have everything from uh, drama channels, primetime drama, to cowboy theater, which is all Westerns all the time. We've got Bloomberg Worldwide. We're the only company that I'm aware of to date that has legal rights. And I emphasize all our channels are legal. None of this is pirated. We have legal rights to Bloomberg Worldwide. We have Fox News. We have we have Nickelodeon and Nick Jr. in some territories. Now, I will say Nickelodeon and Nick Jr. are not worldwide. That is one of the ones that is not worldwide. But we have a number of news channels, a number of – we have 20 exclusive channels that go every gambit from comedy to drama to action to music. We've created a couple of nonstop music channels where it's nothing but music videos. Wow. I mean, it's a gambit of everything. So where do you see the next step for Simul TV in, in uh, the world of digital broadcasting? We're going to continue to roll out new channels and new products. And I want to, this, what you're seeing in Simul TV and what we're describing right now mm-hmm. is only phase one of my plan. I've already got the technology designed and planned all the way to phase four. And that will be rolled out in stages over the next two years. And we will do for TV what we have already done by being the vanguard of the technology and taking it to places that people just haven't imagined yet and giving the control to the consumer to truly interact with it and control what they're doing with it beyond just recording and watching. We're going to take it to heights that have not been imagined by anybody else, and we will focus on the consumer. So first of all, there was the Starship Enterprise with Captain James T. Kirk, and now there's the Starship Simul TV with the Captain (laughs) Stephen Turner. I like that. That is... I, I think that is the most flattering statement I've ever heard. Thank you. And it comes from the heart, <laughs> I am a friend. major Star Trek fan. 
All right, let me ask you this. You're a major Star Trek fan. Uh, you're, what was your favorite Star Trek? Was it the Star Trek, the original? Was it Star Trek New Generation, Deep Space Nine? Or was it the movies? Well, I can't. I can honestly say that I love all the Star Treks, but mm-hmm. my favorite has to be the original with uh, James T. Kirk. I mean, with William Shatner and the whole gambit of the originals, Leonard Nimoy, I mean... DeForest Kelly, just all of them. I mean, they set the stage. Gene Roddenberry was at the helm. I mean, it was, I just wish they would have made more of them. I really do. But every aspect of Star Trek, even the new ones, now I, I cannot say that I've seen the ones on the CBS uh, online play. I have not watched those yet, so I can't speak as to those. But all the other ones, they fit as cogs in a wheel. You know, each one of them has a different flavor. Each one of them has a different feel. So it's kind of like having Neapolitan ice cream. Some days you feel like strawberry. Some days you feel like chocolate. But there's always, always going to be vanilla. And vanilla is always the standby. That's always good. You know, so it's kind of that the way I look at it. Uh, yeah, I, I love vanilla ice cream. I love vanilla ice cream on apple pie. Once one of my grandchildren tried to get me to put rhubarb ice cream on apple pie, and I tried it. It did not taste good whatsoever. So the moral of the story is... Don't listen to your grandchildren when it comes to a kind of ice cream you put on your pie. True, true. Rhubarb ice cream. Hey, listen, you and I have to take our final break, but when we come back, I've got a special surprise for you, Steve, because you are such a Star Trek guy. So, Stephen Turner is my special guest, Explanation. He is the CEO of SimulTV. The website is www.simultv.com. Do yourself a great favor. Check out the website. Get on board because everyone is going to be on the Starship Simul TV in the very near future. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Whatever you do, don't go away. Something special for Steve when we come back here in the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, sci-fi, and horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. The new nonfiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howe will expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought reform and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. Razor of Madness Expose Novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com. I'm William S. Peckham. If you enjoy a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love my novel, From Out of the Woodwork. It's the story of a young Toronto contractor, Sean Kennedy, who buys derelict homes, guts them, and turns them into multifamily dwellings. Slums just waiting to happen. When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, the house fights back. Former owners unexpectedly come out of the woodwork 
as he starts the destruction. The apparitions come to him when he touches old books, reads hidden letters, rummages through old boxes, finds a locket or reads a discovered manuscript of a murder mystery. From out of the woodwork will take you from 1899 to the horror of the World Trade Center, September 11, 2001. Check out From Out of the Woodwork on my website, www.williamspeckham.com. I'm not a Starfleet commander. <laughs> or T.J. Hooker. I don't live on Starship NCC-170 or own a phaser. I don't know anyone named Bones, Sulu, or Spock. And no, I've never had green alien sex. But I'm sure it'd be quite an evening. I speak English <laughs> and French, not Klingon. I drink Labatt's, not Romulan ale. And when someone says to me, live long and prosper, I seriously mean it when I say get a life. <laughs> My doctor's name is not McCoy, it's Ginsburg. were puppets, not real animals. Puppets! And when I speak, I never ever talk like every word is its own sentence. I live in California, but I was raised in Montreal. And yes, I've gone where no man has gone before, but All right, there you go, Steve. That was uh, William Shatner's uh, called I Am Canadian. But we found one buried treasure, and we've resurrected this tape just for you on this very special occasion, right. having you here on the X-Zone. As you know, we're a very serious show. Well, 99.999% of the time, but being a Star Trek lover like yourself, I thought that you might enjoy this. I uh, appreciate it. Let me hear it. Space, the final frontier. Specimen gathering mission on planet Alpha 177. Mr. Spock is much stronger than the ordinary human being. Aroused, his great physical strength could kill. But it's a risk I'll have to take. Something bothering you, Mr. Spock? May I say that I have not thoroughly enjoyed serving with humans. I find their illogic and foolish emotions a constant irritant. Unlike you, we humans are full of unpredictable emotions. Love, tenderness. Yes, yes. If I seem insensitive to what you're going through, Captain, understand. It's the way I am. Don't be afraid. Here's my hand. Hold on. You are beautiful than any dream of beauty I've ever known. What is your point, Mr. Spock? I love you. I can love you. Kiss me. Get out of your mind. Prospect appeared quite attractive to you a moment ago. You don't really want to hurt me, do you? Put that thing away. No, I don't think so. No, I can. It's painless and quick. <laughs> Entry made by second officer Spock. Possible we may have hit the wrong entry point. Yes. Very well, Captain. Try again. If it pleases you. What are you waiting for? Hurry! If you'll excuse the intrusion, Captain. Bury the hatchet. An appropriate choice of terms, Captain. I won't fight you anymore. 
I feel so weak. I'll be glad when this is over. I'm behaving disgracefully. Believe me, Mr. Spark. It was painful in more ways than one. I thought. Captain's log supplement. I've seen a part of myself no man should ever see. I don't know why I have not been infected. Thank you, Mr. Spock. Ah, uh, there you go. Star Trek in a most unusual way. <laughs> most unusual. I think that should be played at every Star Trek convention. That would definitely open some eyes. Yeah, you know what? I actually played it once when we had the organizer from I forget which Star Trek convention it was, and they didn't. They 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 thought it was distasteful. I don't know why. <laughs> well, you just you got to be open to different things. I mean. Too. <laughs> It's all in good fun. <laughs> it, it is, it is. But my hat goes off to the person who did this editing. They did a great job. So whoever you were, Craig. Yes, they did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> science fiction, monsters, things that go bump in the night, things that keep people up at night wondering what's under the bed. Angels, UFOs, Bigfoot, lake monsters. These are just some of the great topics that you'll be able to see on the Exxon channel with our good friends Simul TV, exclusively, I might add, on Simul TV, as well as a couple of new shows that are presently in production. Um, I just want to ask you, Stephen, I don't know if I've ever asked you this. What is your take on UFOs? Mm, I, I will quote, I believe it was Carl Sagan. I may mm -hmm. be misquoting this, but if you know, we're the only thing out there. It's a terrible waste of space. But, you know, I believe they're there. Yeah. I believe, you know, something is there, whether it's, I've read all the stories, whether it's aliens, whether it's interdimensional, whether it's us from the future, you know, who knows? I mean, whether you go into the Nazi bell or, you know, I've, I've read so many different, uh, you know, theories and stories. Mm -hmm. I, I find it extremely mind-opening just to explore the possibilities. The possibilities are endless. But something that boggles my imagination and my mind that, that I have a problem with, Steve, is that during the 90s when uh, uh, all the TV shows came out, including the, the X-Files, and, you know, you had Art Bell on one uh -huh. network, you had Jeff Rince on one, and I was on a different one, and you had all these photographs that were coming in by the hundreds about these UFOs, and the technology wasn't nearly advanced as it is today. And yet, with all the advances in technology, the number of photos are dwindling. Yeah, that that's to, true. That, to me, is, you know, why? Shouldn't we be able to get more photos now that the technology is that much better? Well, maybe they probed to their last probe and, you know, we're waiting for the next wave. Who knows? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you would think... But then again, you get into the technology at making things even more skeptical because with, you know, augmented reality and the ability to, you know, make anybody say anything with mm -hmm. like the new facial recognition technology, yeah. how do you trust anything? I mean, anything could be real or anything. You could actually be given a photo which is legitimately 100% real. And would you believe it nowadays with everything that's available out there technology-wise? I mean, even if everybody said this is 100% real, we can't prove it otherwise – how many people would still say it can't be? See, Just think, because it's got to be fake because of the technology. But I think that's where people like Steve Stephen Turner at Simul TV comes in because it goes by the person's credibility. You know, in my book, you're a very credible person. Uh, there are other uh, media you. outlets that I wouldn't trust further than I could throw the TV. <laughs> but there are those people that I've had on our show that if they showed me a photo and they said, well, this is a, I shot this photo, this is what it is, I would believe that they believe. But mm -hmm. still, I, I guess I'm kind of waiting for the cadaver of the alien to be strapped over somebody's Studebaker as they drive down the highway saying, look what I shot. <laughs> and, that, you know, that's, that's the other thing. You know, one, one of the aspects that always raised an eyebrow for me, mm -hmm. and whether it's, you know, good or bad is it always you always hear about you know it's always in the country it's always in the backwoods yeah. and so on and so forth but yet nobody you know and i use this term because i live in a very rural neighborhood yes. in virginia so there's a lot of rednecks 
but you've never had a redneck scoop anything and put it on his hood, as you said, of their Studebaker and drive it down the road. And trust me, everybody knows America's got a lot of guns. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, that aspect is there, but, you know, I still choose to believe that the possibility is real. And one day, maybe I'll see something. Maybe I won't. Well, you but, know, the truth is you know, out there. The truth is out there. And I, I've been asked so many times by guests, you know, like over, over the 28 years, I, I've interviewed over 5,000 different people. And some of them come back after 20 years and they say, Rob, if you don't believe or if you're such a skeptic, why do you keep doing your show? It's very simple. The truth is out there. I want to find it. Pro exactly. Con, you got to be skeptical. Find it. Exactly. I mean, if you if you believe everything, yeah. then you're going to be fooled. If if you are skeptical, then the truth will find you. And I, I agree with you 100. percent Steve, the time has come when you and I must save for tonight, my friend. So long. I want to thank you ever so much. Uh, thank you for allowing us to be part of the Simul TV family. I cherish you as a business partner, and I cherish you as a friend. So one more time, let our listeners know how they, can, how they can find out more about this wonderful product and how they can find out about Simul TV. All they have to do is go to www.simultv.com, and they can find out all they need to know or just do a Google search on Simul TV, and they will find many, many articles written about us. We have been around for a while. We're not going anywhere, so come join us. I beg to differ. Thank you, Rob. It's been hey, a pleasure. You know what, Steve? Before you go, I just would beg to differ. You are going places, my friend, and that's straight up. <laughs> Thank Be- you. Because you are the captain. And if I get there, when, when yeah. I get there and if I find aliens, I'll, let, I'll introduce you to them. Sounds like a plan, my friend. Take care of yourself, Steve. Look forward to chatting with you in the very near future. Exonation, my guest this hour has been Stephen Turner. He is the CEO of Simul TV. He's not only a great friend, but he's a great businessman. And do yourself a favor, get on board the Starship Simul TV by going to www.simultv.com. I'll be back at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as we continue here in the Exon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Esoteric Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Are you or is someone you know struggling with addictions, depression, anxiety, relationships, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, grief, success, and prosperity? Do you know that your subconscious belief plays a big role in the outcome of your hard work? We can help you permanently change the beliefs that may be the reason for your struggles and failures. We care about getting you the return on your investment and the results you are looking for. We can help you be free of the limitations of your past and in realizing your highest potential. We work with people by phone and Skype. For more information, visit us at www.ritasoman.com. That's www.ritasoman.com. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. 
You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464.